Welcome to Inside Iowa, heard on this and all Cumulus Des Moines stations. Today, I'd like to introduce our special guest, Michelle Book, who is the CEO of Food Bank of Iowa. I'm so glad that you had the time to come in today. Well, it's my pleasure to be here. Thank you. Just chatting before we turn the mics on. Very busy woman, so your time is precious and you do good work. The question I'm going to ask you right off the bat is, you know, so many people say we do so much for those outside of our own country when we have people right here in our own country who are hungry in our own states, in our own towns, in our own schools, our own neighborhoods. So you you had a very great answer for that. Well, no one wants to see a child go hungry in any part of the world, but I think very few of us are are really aware of what's happening in our own backyards. Uh, Food insecurity in the United States is pervasive, and it exists in each and every county across the United States. Um, We have had an increasing inequity um, and stagnating incomes, which have led to quite an income divergence between those people at the very top Mm -hmm. and the people that are lower middle class. We hear that every day. And this leads to, this has led to greater strains on those families. Um, and one of that, one of the strains is providing food for their families, getting food on the table every day. So, silly question, the importance of having a food bank. Well, the food bank, uh, it is a wholesale provider of mostly rescued food. We move today about a million pounds of food. Half of that food is provided to us by wholesale partners, retail partners, and individuals doing food drives. About 30% of it comes to us from the USDA as USDA commodity foods, and about 20% of the food is food that we purchase with donor dollars. And we do want to talk about donations. How did this originally start? I mean, Food Bank, I mean, the organization right here in Iowa itself have been around for how many years? Well, I'll go back to the beginning of that. Okay. Food banking started in the 1960s when a gentleman, a businessman in Arizona, working at a feeding site, realized that uh, people were getting food out of garbage cans behind the grocery store down the street. And he realized there's a, there's a landfill issue on one hand, and on the other hand, there are starving people. Can't we solve these two big social problems uh, at once, one solution? He created the first food bank in Arizona, and then went across the country evangelizing uh, the good that a food bank can do. And uh, a food bank was started in Des Moines, Iowa, and it's now 35 years old. Karen Ford was the founder. And that food bank um, today serves about 175,000 Iowans across 55 Iowa counties. Our four trucks drive about 55, 60 routes across 30,000 square miles. Just just here in Polk County alone, in Polk County, uh, we have delivered over 3 million pounds of food um, and working with about 139 partner agencies over the last year. Isn't that, isn't that amazing, insane, unbelievable? And that doesn't stop because the, the food gets eaten, we need more food. I, it, it's, it's ongoing. Well, it's it's interesting if you're uh, if you've studied much much uh, sociology, you know Maslow's hierarchy of needs that our basic needs, uh, shelter, clothing, oxygen, uh, food is right there. Yet so many people struggle 
to get access to food on a consistent basis. Food insecurity means that uh, folks don't have consistent, reliable access to the nutrition they need to live healthy, active lives. And going back to the financial end of that, parents have to make decisions, paying bills and or being able to supply food for the family. Well, parents make decisions, rent, transportation, health care, and it seems to be that What comes last in many cases is a trip to the grocery store. When school's in session, kids get an opportunity to eat, in most cases, breakfast, lunch, and maybe an after-school snack at the school. But when kids are out of school, it puts additional stress on those families. Right. Now, if you're just tuning into Inside Iowa, Michelle Book with Food Bank of Iowa, the CEO, is our guest today. And we're going to talk about how we can help as well. But I wanted to write this gentleman's name down because, you know, let's go back to the 1960s gentleman in Arizona. What was his name again? I was just asking because that seems like such a simple concept, doesn't it? That just one day, one person with their eyes open took the time to see there's food here that's getting wasted. It's going and filling up the landfills. And here's people over here who are not getting enough food and who are hungry. It's like connect the dots. Doesn't that when you're like, gosh, why didn't we think of that sooner? Well, and and to go back to that question, the world's first food bank was St. Mary's Food Bank Alliance in Arizona. Arizona, founded by John Van Hingle in 1967. John Van Hingle. I think I just wanted to know because I think I'll Google somebody that that is that in tune to his surroundings, to what's going on. Well, he must have, back in the 1960s, had quite a capacity for caring for other individuals. Mm-hmm. And he, he was certainly before his time. Now there are over 200, or exactly, now there are exactly 200 Feeding America food banks. We're all organized under the umbrella of Feeding America, but there are 200 of us that work across the United States ensuring that regardless of what county you reside in, you're covered by a Feeding America food bank. It's hard for people to ask for help, isn't it? When we have a mobile pantry in a small town, individuals line up for two hours before the doors open for the ability to take home one sack of groceries. And it is a very difficult, humbling thing. And we try to deliver the food and share that food with with, uh, the most grace that we can. The stories are all different. A majority of the people that we serve of working age are working, but they're working at $7.25 an hour minimum wage jobs. And you can't make a living. You can't feed a family on that. Well, not when everything else is going up, but your salary, especially. Especially. But we we have it, it, interesting stories. Everybody has a different circumstance. A man who had surgery and couldn't work for two weeks. A grandmother who's watching her grandson while her daughter is in rehab. Another family who had a major car repair, needed to fix the car in order to get to work. Uh, a young woman who's working at a nursing home and she received a promotion and lost her SNAP benefits. Each and every story is different. A lot of college students that are struggling to get by, they're improving themselves, they want a better life. Uh, In the meantime, they're educating themselves, but food's a problem for them too. Right, and we have to have food. So that answers another question I had with who receives help, anybody. Anybody. Anybody receives help. And with our over 500 partner agencies across our geography, if you're a 501c3 and part of your mission 
um, in caring for people is to provide food and nutrition, then you are able, you're eligible to come to the Food Bank of Iowa for food. So how do we help those of us who are blessed enough to be able to feed ourselves? How can we help feed others? Well, first and foremost, be aware. Be aware that food insecurity exists, exists in your community. Um, Second, I would say, uh, please reach out to the Food Bank of Iowa. If you're not aware of services in your community, uh, please go to our website, www.foodbankiowa.org, to see where there may be services. And we always, always take donations of food, uh, donations of time. We use volunteers to check all the food that comes in the door. Um, we're located in Northeast Des Moines. Um, and last but not least, certainly, are donations of funds. Uh, we'd love to get cans of green beans and boxes of cereal, but with our purchasing power, we can we can take $1 and turn that into four meals for Iowans in need. Oh, I remember that last time I spoke with you. I forgot mm-hmm. about that. It is nice to donate the items because I was going to ask you what kind of mm-hmm. items you would you would want donated, but I forgot how much you can stretch that dollar bill. Well, we certainly can, but we also make sure that every food item that comes in the door, uh, that it gets back out as quickly as possible. We check it to make sure that the packaging is in place and that the food is still edible. And we use that food ourselves. We just recently opened a food pantry at the Food Bank of Iowa. We had been a wholesale, um, a wholesaler of rescued food uh, for the first 35 years of our existence. We just recently opened a food pantry, um, and we're using all of that donated food in our food pantry. So it goes out the door. Very quickly. Very quickly. Now, let's go back over. Donations are very, very important. Monetary, you can stretch the dollar bill, but you also like volunteer work. You can help do things there at the at the warehouse, wholesale warehouse. We, we just remodeled the Food Bank of Iowa, both the office space and the warehouse. And in the process of doing that, we built out a clean room where we can process bulk donations down into family size packages and we also have a very large uh, safe clean uh, very welcoming volunteer center as well and that's where uh, people come to sort the free food the food that's been donated to us Uh, that's what you'd be doing if you were volunteering well sometimes you'll you you might be going through cam product to make sure that the packaging is intact right and and that it's not uh, and you know what's inside yeah we know what's inside or you might be uh, sorting through a ton tote of potatoes that we've received and putting those in family size packages there are a myriad of of ways that people can volunteer Uh, we also have people come in and help us uh, stuff thank you letters So there are many things that people can do to volunteer at the Food Bank of Iowa. Awesome. Good. I'm glad you broke that down. Well, and when we talk about donations, we talked about the monetary and really, again, how far they can, you know, they can take the money um, in in comparison to the actual donations of food. But that, too, is just as important. Um, I I wondered, is non-perishable still something we use, the word we still use, or is it different with the Food Bank? Well, we still use non-perishable. We know that our clientele need more fresh produce, fruits and vegetables in their diet. And so we've made a concerted effort to ensure that we were able to accommodate that. We, we built a much larger cooler 
in our new facility, and we have several gardening programs. Uh, one with a uh, business person, uh, Tracy Blackmer, up by Madrid. We also gar- garden with uh, Newton Correctional Facility and the Women's Correctional Facility in Mitchellville. They all provide fresh produce to us throughout the summer. Actually, that's good to know because the kids need their fresh fruits and veggies, and um a lot of times things like that can go to waste. How many times have you had like that bumper crop of tomatoes and everybody in the office is bringing in tomatoes to try to give them away? Could you bring those to the food bank? Oh, please bring those to the food bank or take them to the local food pantry that's most likely a partner of ours. Um, my dad, Marvin Book, in Jefferson, Iowa, picks apples at the golf course and takes it to the local pantry. They will not turn away fresh fruits and vegetables. That's so good to know. And I, and I bet you people didn't really know that. What else do you think then as we start to wrap up today, Michelle, that we haven't mentioned that people should know? Well, I'd, I'd like folks to know that we receive no federal funding other than a small stipend to accommodate USDA commodity foods. We have no state support and we receive no local support, nor do we receive funding from United Way of Central Iowa. We are all donor funded. Uh, $1 to the Food Bank of Iowa, we can convert that with our purchasing power to four meals for our neighbors in need. Pretty thrifty. We are pretty thrifty. We stretch every dollar as far as we can. Well, as we wrap up then, I have one more question for you in comparison to the rest of the country, the state of Iowa. State of Iowa, the Midwest and the state of Iowa, uh, we've been in the midst of a pretty significant agricultural slump going into our eighth year with uh, no no remedy in, in clear sight. Our folks, our folks in rural Iowa are suffering, and we think of food insecurity as an urban problem. It's not just an urban problem. It exists in every small town across Iowa. And what's more difficult for those folks in rural areas is that they might not have as many services located close to them. Uh, in the metro area, we have lots of services here. So to learn more... Go to the website. www.foodbankiowa.org. And it's okay to ask for help. It's okay to ask for help at any point in time. Each one of us needs some sort of assistance. Life is not easy. And feeding a family is a challenging task for a lot of people these days. Come see us. We'll help you. Michelle Book, CEO of Food Bank of Iowa, our guest today. I think I would like to have you be a frequent flyer on the Inside Iowa show. Would you be game for that? I could talk about food insecurity for days, Kim. (laughs) Absolute days. Thanks so much. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Inside Iowa. Heard on this and all Cumulus Des Moines stations.